Welcome to episode seven of Design Curious Podcast. Today, we're taking a look at all the different careers that might come out of your interior design degree or similar degrees or even just having experience in interior design. So let's explore what those are. You're now listening to Design Curious, a place where you, creative one, are here to learn about what it really is like to be an interior designer. And I'm your host and mentor, Rebecca Ward. If you're worried about how to succeed in a creative career, if you're ready to learn your next steps to become an interior designer, and if you want the satisfaction of doing something you love every day, you are in the right place. Grab a coffee, a notebook, and let's dig into today's episode. Okay, let's get into all of the different careers that interior design might lead you into. And what I'm going to be discussing is, first of all, I'll start with residential design. And then within those areas, there'll be different niches or specialties that you might want to consider. So yeah, let's just start there. All right, so we are looking at design careers which includes adjacent careers to residential interior design, that design degree or experience in design, design studies, interior architecture may include. And this might go into some niches that you might want to specialize in as you develop your design chops. So looking at residential design, you can, of course, be a full-service interior designer, meaning that you do new builds, remodels, you do furnishings, accessorizing, anything that's involved with the interior design of a whole house. And then you would probably also have either a general contractor you're working with or partnering with, uh, depending on what state, province you're in. For example, California has restrictions on that where you cannot hire contractors on your client's behalf unless you have a general contractor's license. But I know other areas, you can do that as an interior designer. So you might be offering design build services. And so that part, you would be doing the project management of the construction. And then as well, the implementation, delivery, and installation of all the furnishings, accessorizing, the complete package. So that's full service. You might want to just specialize in remodels. You could just specialize in new builds too. There's another area that some designers get into with builders and contractors that they work with is they'll do spec homes. And these are new homes that are built to spec. So it's not a specific client in mind, but the finishes are selected by the designer to appeal to either a particular type of person or just to the masses or something that's popular or current right now that would sell help the house to sell easily. You could also do model homes, which I had a run with. Of I told you in episode one, I did model homes for a couple of years. I worked for another designer who did it, and I thought it was a great experience. We did so many different design styles that we had to have each house be different from the other, Our client was the builder, so we didn't actually have to meet any specific particular needs of a client. We fabricated a client, like say this house had a young couple with a baby, and this house had 
a couple with older children and this other one was a retired couple or this one was a bachelor or something like that. So we fabricated these clients and then we designed around that, making sure each house had a little bit different style, whatever the builder was looking that was popular at the time that would help to sell the house easily. Uh, One year right before (laughs) the recession, we, I think I counted, we did, you know, 21 houses and that's selecting all of the finishes and then doing all the furnishings and staging it as well. So that was a, a pretty busy year for me. And I thought that was like an intensive program of learning all the details of designing a home. So that's a great avenue as well, doing model homes. Um, since I have done another set of model homes in my own company, and they're fun. I do probably like the full service one-on-one clients a little bit better, but that's just my thing. Then there's also kitchen and bath design. So you can just specialize in just doing kitchens and baths. You can become a certified kitchen and bath designer through the NKBA, National Kitchen and Bath Association. And that's a great avenue to go towards because if people are going to remodel something in their home, usually it's the kitchen or the bathrooms (laughs) because those are what sell the house as well. So they're really important parts to keep updated. They get used a lot and then they can look dated quickly or within 10, 15 years. And so often people will buy a house and they'll be like, let's update the kitchen and bathroom. So that's a great place to be. You can also be an outdoor kitchen designer and also outdoor spaces. But outdoor kitchens have special requirements and needs and uh, you might work in conjunction with a landscape designer architect who is working in the backyard and um, help them to develop a kitchen that is cohesive with the interior of their house. And then like we talked about in episode one, you could also be a decorator if that's your thing. You're not really into the more technical side of design and you just want to provide furnishings and accessorizing, that's totally fine. You can do that. You could also be a stylist and that is someone who would come in and do accessorizing. Sometimes designers will hire a stylist to help their photography look better. So the client might not have enough accessories or the right look that the designer wants to see in their portfolio. So the stylist will come in and stage the place so that it looks correct from the lens of the camera as well. If you're looking for photography that might work for a magazine, that has a particular look, more different than how people live the day-to-day. So a stylist can specialize in that and really be a big help for designers looking to improve the look of their portfolio. You can also be a 3D rendering artist. So if you really love the 3D software A lot of designers, like myself, I don't personally do the 3D rendering software. I'd hire that out. So if that's something that brings you a lot of joy of making photorealistic interiors on the computer to help clients visualize how the design is going to look in the end, then that is probably a really marketable area to get into. Then looking at commercial design, there's a lot of different aspects of commercial design. So there's corporate, so you're doing large offices, buildings, healthcare, education, institutions. Then there's hospitality design. And under hospitality, you have restaurants, hotels, boutique hotels, or even Airbnbs. Um, That's a whole industry in itself in the design business. Then 
outside of that, you could also look at construction management if you have a lot of experience in that or that's something that as you do construction with your remodel projects, you might really enjoy it. And a construction manager is a really useful person for a larger firm especially. You could be a visual or retail merchandiser. So think of places like all the retail stores in the mall or other shopping centers that you might go into, like Pottery Barn, West Elm, even Anthropology, those types of places that need to have a, a really good visual display. Design skills definitely can come into use there. You could be an event planner. I think <laughs> most designers are actually like event planners. I often uh, refer to a design project as similar to putting on a wedding because there's so many details that go into it. Inevitably, something will go wrong that's unforeseen, but in the end, everybody's happy. So that, I think, folds really easily into event planning. And then, you know, obviously setting tables and creating an atmosphere is something that's definitely in the designer's purview. There's production and set design. If you're interested in getting involved with you know, film, often I'm looking at sets behind the scenes of shows and movies that I'm watching and thinking about the designers who set those places up and sourced all of those the furniture. Sometimes I'll recognize it or a lamp or, or a piece of art that I've seen before. And it's like, oh, I, I know where they got that. So that definitely could be a fun avenue to get into with your design experience, design degree. You could be a floral designer, a landscape designer, as I mentioned before. Lighting designer definitely could come in handy, residential or commercial. It's a very specialized field, understanding the right types of light, the value each one gives, and how how much is needed in a room, how to lay it out. There's a lot. Of, that's a great specialty. So lighting designer might be for you. And then, of course, there's the product furniture designers. Often interior designers will branch off to create their own product because they're either trying to fulfill a need that they aren't able to source. Um, they haven't found what they're looking for, or they've created so many custom pieces for their clients, they think it might be good to create a line of furniture that might sell and other designers could source from. So a lot of interiors will get into product and furniture design, but that's definitely even a place that you could start with if furniture design makes you excited. And then along those lines, there's textile design. So creating fabrics. There's so many different fabrics out there that are print and textured. So some people really love working with fabrics. I know a couple of designers who do. You could start your own textile line. You could also be an art advisor or consultant. So you might be going into businesses and homes and consulting only on the walls and the art placement and procuring art either from local galleries or sourcing from wholesale sources to place in the home to curate an art collection for that client. And then, of course, graphic design is so adjacent to interior design as a visual field. Um, often interior designers will take graphic design classes as they're getting their degree. 
and sometimes they'll do their own graphics <laughs> in their firm if they you know, starting out and maybe they can't afford to hire a graphic designer, then having those graphic design skills really come in useful. But then you might find that, you know, staying in that graphics field might really suit you. So this list of possible jobs that an interior design degree could take you to is not exhaustive, but is ones that I've curated. I've been seeing within my experience of different people in the field adjacent to the field that they might branch out into or specialize in. And then of course, I would be remiss if I didn't touch on the fact that just being an interior designer and generating experience over time can even lead you to new possibilities in your career. It can open some new doors. And for example, you might find that after a while, you might want to teach interior design at a college locally or online or even do some course creation and share your knowledge with the world about interior design or anything related to what it is your expertise is in. And then you might even be asked to be on a TV show. And actually, I I was approached, I will say, by a local agency. We actually did a, uh, I'm forgetting what it's called now, I think it was like a sizzle reel or a teaser or something like that where they wanted to see if maybe we had a premise for a show that I could be on HGTV. And they pitched it. Didn't get a no right away, but then eventually it just it didn't get picked up. And I wasn't even sure that TV was the route that I wanted to go. It was flattering to be asked, though, <laughs> and to explore that a little bit. I thought it was fun. But I certainly enjoy podcasting so much more that, you know, obviously you could also be a podcaster, so like myself. So if you find eventually that you want to share your expertise with the world through a podcast, that's an option for you. And then membership groups as well, like mine that I have, my design mentor. So there's all these other avenues that you can add on to your business, like I have done, that might open up to you as you gain experience in interior design. So there you have it. That is kind of sums up my list of possible avenues you might want to explore if you're looking into interior design. There's not besides the just one-to-one full service design, either working for somebody or having your own business. There are a lot more options out there. So I just wanted to have you aware of that as you discover if interior design is the right career for you as you are looking at all of your options. So that should have been helpful to those who are maybe considering getting into interior design or signing up for a degree just to see all the different avenues you might be able to go into. It's not so cut and dry. Yes, you'll be an interior designer. Yes, you'll do full service and maybe have your own firm or be working for someone else for a long time. But there are actually a lot of different options out there. So that should help you discover if interior design is the right career for you. Keep tuning in to Design Curious and get more information like this on interior design and discovering if interior design is the career for you. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a review. This helps me reach other curious creatives like you. If you have a topic request or would like to contact me, simply head over to my website, rwarddesign.com or email me at podcast at rwarddesign.com.